We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jake. Simple, you are an idiot. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. <laughs> on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I guess I should have made this clear when I said this, but Johnny Goodman, yeah, he's from Omaha. I mean, that's why they have a golf course named after him in Omaha. He is from Omaha. Well, we buried the lead, Jake. Now, Josh. apologies for not making that clear. Joshua did research. He he won the U.S. Open in 1933. So he's the amateur who, the last amateur who won a major. Johnny Goodman. Good golfer. Of Omaha. Of Omaha. Hello. Um, so Sam Bennett made a, I mean, made a kind of a push. Sam Bennett was awesome. He finished two under par. He bogeyed the last hole, which is unfortunate. He missed a short putt. But still, under par. No other amateur made the cut. He's okay. the only guy. He was at 1.8 under par in this tournament. Texas A&M. Now he goes back to Texas A&M and is a regular student. That's right. Good luck being a regular student after that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Went to Omaha South. Thank you. Johnny Thank you, Josh. Goodman of Omaha South. I'll be darned. How about that? You spent some time in South Omaha recently at a bad concert at the former Sokol Hall. It wasn't a bad concert. Chase Rice, that one? Chase Rice. It was, it was fine. I just assumed it was bad. It wasn't bad. <laughs> it was not bad. And by the way, my sister yes. my sister went, went to a, a Third Eye Blind concert on Saturday. You don't. Yes. In Colorado Springs. Yes. Big crowd, really? Big, I, I 300? Saw, she sent me. Oh no, it was bigger than that. She sent me video. 450. She sent me video. It looked the guy sounded like he did back in the nineties. Still, lead oh, singer really? Stephen something. I forget his last name. But big crowd and people were jamming. I bet they were jam- jamming to "How's It Gonna Be." They were. Now, that's and, a good and song. Jumper. I, she sent me video of Jumper. Oh, yeah. boy. Step back from that ledge. That step back from that ledge, my friend. I heard it. Oh, step I, back from the ledge, my friend. This. That's the, you're living in. <laughs> that's the song. Yeah, that's yeah. Jumper. Yeah. That's Jumper. I played okay. it for you guys, and yeah. you and Bill tore it apart. Yeah, we did. As you do. But I would not tear apart How's It Gonna Be. No. That, I'd like to see that one in a concert. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But apparently Third she Eye says- Blind. She says it was great. Still pumping. Still pumping. Still out there. All right. Speaking of pumping. Yes. The, the kegs are getting yeah. pumped at PBA. <laughs> <laughs> there was. How about that for a transition? There I like that. There was. Uh, thank you to On3.com for Husker Online. Husker Online. Well, Steve, Steve Rosen, Rosen did a yes. nice job for Big Red Business here. The alcohol sales results are in from Pinnacle Bank Arena SIP. And uh, per the research there, $607,000 of alcohol were sold at PBA. That's, for that five-month period. That's, a, again, a mixture of beer, wine, and mixed drinks amounted to about just shy of $607,000 for the five-month period. Yeah, late October into February, basketball season. That was uh, 521000 plus for the men's games and 85000 plus for the women's games in terms of the well, how that gets spread out there. So the athletic department, Jake, gets 10% of the net sales at PBA. Jake, you make that's sixty thousand dollars. That's it. That's it. Now you remember what Trev said, Trev Alberts, the AD for Nebraska, 
has said all along, this is not a money-making venture. Clearly it's not. It's a $100 million athletic budget over there. Mm -hmm. So they made $60,000. He said this is a fan amenity. It's not a money-making venture. Um, And he was clearly right. $60,000 drop in the bucket. Well, I'd say this, though. I mean, from a fan perspective, I went to a few games this year. Didn't go to a ton. I went to a few. Did you enjoy I the thought amenity? it added value to the game. Did you? Yes, and I saw people partaking around me. They were having a good time. Nothing out of control. And see, I, I never saw anybody that was out of control with alcohol sales at PBA. I didn't see anybody drunk and throwing stuff at each other or getting sick Keith, in the stands. Keith Mann. Keith Mann, who's – I'm going to call him an associate AD, and I'm going to say he's in charge of media relations and such – he confirmed through the Lincoln Police Department for this article that there were no alcohol-related incidents or ejections. Okay? I, I, yeah, I didn't see it be a problem when I was, I was at the game. Now, what would you do? Would you do this at Memorial Stadium, the big, the big stadium? Here's what I would say to that. Oh, by the way, <clears throat> according to Steve Rosen's article on Husker Online, Adding alcohol to Memorial Stadium's concessions list is not as simple as it sounds, and it's not. There's no plan to do it. Concourse space would need to be carved out. Bathrooms, the bathroom situation would need to improve. Technology would need to be upgraded. And there's a bottom line to this that you would surely understand because you go to the games as a fan. Imagine people carrying beer around and how much would be spilled on other people. Well, that's well, there's, there's a there's a fix for this though. That's why you do cans. Not there's no drafts. You, you can't have you can't answers. you cannot put draft beer in the Memorial. No, you cannot do it. People just be spilled draft all over. Draft beer each other. is not going to be an option in Memorial Stadium. How, it cannot how, happen. How many spills would there be on million, other people? But if you have a can, or even like an aluminum bottle that or aluminum can that has like the spinoff. Yeah. You could do that. There's That's not spills point. there. That's a good point. You cannot put draft beer. You cannot just go in and put an old stadium and put kegs in. You know, draft. You can't put lines in. It has to be like it was for Garth Brooks. Okay. Where it's just cans. Okay. And if you do that, not a spill problem, not a huge problem at all. So the, and it's a moneymaker there. I think the bathroom thing could be a problem, for instance, in the South Stadium. Where you get, they can't they, get well, to put some porta potties in there. I, okay. we, we have talked. We have talked about this issue. I've talked to you off the ledge in all these these areas where it's possible. You get porta potties in there, line them up on the south side or whatever side's easier to get, get a, a bunch of porta potties okay. in there. Okay. Simple. So ah. both guys and girls porta can go potties. in the porta potties because that's that's porta potties in Memorial Stadium for football games is. I don't know. It's a fix. It's possible. Now, I don't think it's going to happen. No, but, um, again, there's no plan. You're not. You will never put draft line. No, no draft beer. It is cans or bottles only. If they ever did it at Memorial Stadium, and yeah, porta potties is, is probably the next fix there in terms of how do you make it feasible. Uh, but it, there's again, there's no no plans. Many Nebraska fans, according to Steve Rosen's article, many Nebraska fans have voiced their disapproval over the possible sale of booze at the big stadium. However, a survey undertaken by the athletic department last year found strong interest in selling alcohol at football games, which is fine. Jake, I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not on a Puritan kick here. It's it's fine. I mean, if they did it, it wouldn't. To me, I would stay with the 
on the jag of this is not a big deal. Let's not make it a big deal. It wasn't a big deal at PBA. You hardly noticed. But but right. But let's but Did, let's pause there for a second. There. What? Pause and it's not a big deal at PBA. Look at look what happened when Nebraska started playing good basketball. There's there's a month by month assessment here. Okay, now hold on. Before you do the month month assessment, when I say it's not a big deal. I mean, from the standpoint, it didn't cause a lot of problems. Okay. So it wasn't a ta- something we talked about. Right. 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 Okay. So this is from Steve Rosen from Husker Online. Did mm-hmm. the research here mm-hmm. in terms of the month by month the alcohol sales. When so when Nebraska started playing good basketball in February, they basically tripled what they were doing in any other month. Here, here's what they had for sales per month. October they had one game, so just just over seven thousand mm-hmm. dollars. November, seventy eight thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. And alcohol revenue. Okay, keep going. December, eighty three thousand six hundred sixty four dollars. January, Big Ten play, ninety three thousand dollars. And February sip, two hundred and fifty eight thousand dollars plus. Yeah, they made some money late. Tri- they tri- almost tripled the best month they had previously because the team started playing better basketball and there's more fans at the games. Mm-hmm. So if they have a good product on the court, that those numbers would be pretty impressive. Mm. All four, all five months. Interesting. So yeah, um, it, I guess it, I guess you could say it went well, right? It went well, and, and I don't know what will happen. From you know here. what the next step is here, though. The next step is what what should have been happening all along, and this is a good, good, quick uh, teaser here before we get to break here. Why is there no alcohol at Haymarket Park? Well, it's. Haymarket the, the, Park the, is already set salt, up for alcohol. I mean, the Salt Dogs. Why is it not set up for collegiate baseball? The Salt Dogs owner own the own Haymarket. Okay, so there's a complication. But I don't. I mean, Can to they answer pay your, for some rights to yeah to answer to sell your question, alcohol there. It's probably coming. They already have the, the lines are set up there. They yeah. have they have they now they have the ability yeah to make it feasible. At Memorial Stadium, I get where there's some problems. Or you got to make some changes to make it happen. They don't need any changes to do it at Haymarket Park. It I already would, exists. I hope I'm not offending by offending anybody by saying there's no reason not to do it at Haymarket Park. I totally agree with you. Yeah. And and by the way, uh, Nebraska baseball took two out of three at Michigan this weekend. They won yesterday, eleven to three against the Wolverines to win the series. Nebraska baseball improves to eighteen and. 10 and 1. They have the tie. And then they're 4 and 2 in the Big Ten. Nebraska yesterday, 7 for 14 with runners in scoring position. Now they lost on Saturday because they were largely because they were 2 for 14 with runners in scoring position. But what's happening on that team that we don't talk about very often is they are Bryce Matthews and Max Anderson in the middle of the lineup are. Just hitting the hell out Bryce of Bryce Matthews is having a ridiculous. You know, Max is too, but so Max, Bryce Max is hitting four ten. <laughs> Max Bryce, Bryce is hitting bombs right now. Yeah, though. he's hitting. He's, he's hot. Hitting bombs. He's put the offense on his back at times. Bryce Matthews. So that's your second baseman, Max, and shortstop Bryce Matthews. Very good strike. Bryce, Bryce hits a two run home run in the tenth inning to win Friday's game three yes. to one. Three they to lose one. Saturday and they win Sunday eleven to three. Will's team is now, you could say, is rebounding well from last year. And you know who they have coming up this weekend in town? What do we do with Northwestern baseball? Who, by the way, 
is somehow three and three in conference play. Ooh. They took two out of three from Illinois this past weekend. They did. Okay, they're real then, because Illinois is pretty good. Northwestern, who was at one point one and eighteen, is three and three in conference play. Hmm. Without a pitching coach or a hitting coach well, or we know of. director I mean, of operations at this point. At some point they those guys walked. And I don't know what the situation is now. It'd be a we should have kind one. Of, now, it's, now it's timely because you're, you're going to play them this weekend. It might be kind of fun to see what the deal is over there. I, I, Jake, it would be uncomfortable to go and ask, ask their coach what the deal was. What's I the think, deal? I think it would be uncomfortable. Well, we got to know. It's, it was probably, Do we have it's to uncomfortable. Know? We need answers, though. We need to know what happened here. Nebraska plays UNO tomorrow here yes. in Haymarket Park in Lincoln. It's going to be a nice, beautiful day of weather. They need to... They need to get this UNO thing under control, yes. does Nebraska. Yeah, they do. I think they've lost two of three. To, it's not good. you, you got to beat UNO. Got to beat UNO. And then, and then two of, course, of the last three. Northwestern Friday, Saturday, Sunday here in Lincoln. And then Creighton next Tuesday. So you gotta, both those teams that you lost to, you lost to Creighton and Omaha. You both play them in here again in Lincoln. Got some things going on now. Need to beat those guys. I'm sorry if I got that UNO thing wrong, but UNO has kind of gotten the better of Nebraska of late. Which can't happen. That. It can't happen. That oh, yeah. That, no, it can't. That Shouldn't. can't happen. But Nebraska, again, playing good baseball now. 18-10-1, 4-2 in the Big Ten, stamped themselves as a major contender to win the Big Ten, yes. which would be no small feat. Right, and like you said, Bryce Matthews, Max Anderson, absolutely tearing it up in the middle of that lineup. 4-10 average for Max? 4-10 is last I saw That's him. ridiculous. He's hitting, he's hitting over 400. Song of the day and sips tips in place of Bill's thrills next on early break on the ticket.